coming up on 5-Minute News. DeSantis' campaign cuts staff amid financial pressures. Biden forgives student debt using alternate program tweak. And oil industry walks back climate pledges as global temperatures rise. It's Monday, July 17. I'm Anthony Davis. Ron DeSantis is cutting campaign staff as he struggles to catch former President Donald Trump in the GOP's crowded primary contest while facing unexpected financial pressure. DeSantis, the Florida governor, let go fewer than 10 paid staffers late last week to help reduce operating expenses, according to a DeSantis aide. The staffers were involved in event planning and may soon join a pro-DeSantis super PAC. The moves come as DeSantis struggles to meet expectations that he represents the Republican Party's strongest alternative to Donald Trump. The Florida governor's political organization has raised more money than other Republicans seeking the 2024 nomination, but he's shown little movement in the polls amid fierce opposition from Trump and persistent questions about his far-right policies, his political skills and his readiness for the national stage. DeSantis raised more than $20 million over the first six weeks he was in the race, according to a federal report. While a massive sum, he also burned through nearly $8 million over the same period, leaving his campaign with $12.2 million at the end of June. And of that total, roughly $3 million was earmarked for the general election and cannot be used in the GOP primary contest. The report also revealed that DeSantis has dozens of paid staffers and is spending far more on payroll than others in the race. Meanwhile, President Joe Biden's re-election campaign ended last month with about $20 million in the bank, just trailing the $22 million plus reported by Republican frontrunner Donald Trump, according to financial disclosures released on Saturday. The disclosures filed to the Federal Election Commission point to a competitive money race ahead of the November 2024 presidential election. President Joe Biden's administration will cancel $39 billion in student debt for more than 804,000 borrowers, the Education Department said, describing the relief as the result of a fix to income-driven repayment plans. Borrowers will be eligible for forgiveness if they've made either 20 or 25 years of monthly IDR payments, the department said. The IDR program caps payment requirements for lower-income borrowers and forgives their remaining balance after a set number of years. These borrowers will join the millions of people that my administration has provided relief to over the past two years, resulting in over $116 billion in loan relief to over 3 million borrowers under my administration, Biden said in a statement. The department said the relief addresses what it described as historical inaccuracies in the count of payments that qualify toward forgiveness under IDR plans. Biden has said he will pursue new measures to provide student loan relief to Americans after the Supreme Court blocked his plan to cancel hundreds of billions of dollars in debt. The Education Department has launched a regulatory rulemaking process to pursue his $430 billion loan relief plan. That process, though, is expected to take months. 
This relatively smaller relief falls under a separate payment count adjustment program that the Biden administration announced in April last year. In a statement, Vice President Kamala Harris said the administration will continue to fight to make sure Americans can access high-quality post-secondary education without taking on the burden of unmanageable student loan debt. It was probably the Earth's hottest week in history earlier this month, following the warmest June on record, and top scientists agree that the planet will get even hotter unless we phase out fossil fuels. Yet, leading energy companies are intent on pushing the world in the opposite direction, expanding fossil fuel production and insisting that there is no alternative. It is evidence that they're motivated not by record warming, but by record profits. The fossil fuel industry has massively profited from selling a dangerous product, and now innocent people and governments across the globe are paying the price for their recklessness. Naomi Oreskes, a history of science professor at Harvard who studies the oil industry, said, Oil majors have over the past several years rolled out pledges to decrease oil and gas production and slash their emissions, citing concerns about the climate crisis, but more recently many have walked those plans back. Amid record-shattering warmth this February, BP scaled back an earlier goal of lowering its emissions by 35% by 2030, saying it will aim for a 20-30% to cut instead. ExxonMobil quietly withdrew funding for a heavily publicised effort to use algae to create low-carbon fuel, and Shell announced that it will not increase its investments in renewable energy this year, despite earlier promises to dramatically slash its emissions. climate fueled extreme weather persisted through spring and summer, but fossil fuel companies have only doubled down on their oil and gas-filled business models. Dan Kahn, global energy transition researcher at the Institute for Energy Economics and Financial Analysis, said that the oil industry's climate plans should not be taken at face value. They have left no doubt that their pledges were deployed for cynical political purposes, only to be ditched when they no longer suited the industry's strategic position, he said. 5-Minute News is an evergreen podcast covering politics, inequality, health and climate, delivering independent, unbiased and essential world news daily. I'm Ken Harbaugh, host of Warriors in Their Own Words, a podcast that presents the unvarnished, unsanitized truth of what we have asked of those who defend this nation. As a country, we need these stories more than ever. Stories from Americans who have borne the battle, including 30-year-old remastered interviews with veterans from World War I recounting their time in the trenches of Europe, and with veterans from World War II, Korea, Vietnam, and from our most recent conflicts in Iraq, Afghanistan, and other battlefields Americans may never have heard of. Hear their stories by listening to Warriors in Their Own Words wherever you find podcasts.